Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, The Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off and the clock has started. I got. A, I got. I need an energy burst here for this because I. I am beat. Beat. Not. Well, not. Not beat as bad as the Giants, but I'm beat nonetheless. <laughs> Ooh. Now. Now the the Giants. Giants kind of beat themselves. They did. The fan base is beaten right now. <laughs> That's what's beaten. I feel bad for my friends that are New York Giants fans right now, but only so much because the Giants have given me plenty. Uh, nights and and month-long just horrible, horrible thoughts of football because of them. Now, I, it's early. It's only two games into the season, but uh, if you recall, I said the Giants would finish last in this division, and y- you know I've never been a Joe Judge fan. Right. Uh, but I'm trying to think. I can't think of many fan bases that are in – or m- many – fan bases but many teams that are in worse position than the giants because in my opinion within the next one to two seasons they're going to need to replace their gm their head coach and their quarterback that's difficult to do um some of the teams that are worse obviously the texans i believe are worse uh the lions i believe are worse although the lions have a bunch of first round draft picks next year that may make uh replacing the quarterback a little bit easier uh, and then probably the Jaguars. Yeah, but it, I mean, the Lions are traditionally known as just aces. In the yeah. Draft. Yes. They, they nail it every, every single time, you know, they drafted seven wide receivers and they finally got one right in the first round, but it, it's, and the Jaguars, at least they have probably their, their future quarterback. We don't know for sure, but, but I don't know. I mean, is there, is there any, the giants got to be the fourth worst. Am I See, missing somebody? Who am I forgetting? Uh, the Jaguars are the Jets, maybe the Jets, but the Jets may have the, the Jets, Jets may have Jets all three got quarterbacks. Yeah, and they they might have a coach too. I mean, it's very early to tell, but I like Salah. Right. Um, yeah, so Salah's a, he's a fiery guy. I I like what he's doing. He's not trying to be like he's not being Joe oh, Judge. I'm the master <laughs> of everything. He's yeah. he's getting yeah. He's not Joe Judge. He didn't make any coaches run, from what I understand. But he's not. Um, he's not afraid. He doesn't seem afraid to let people control different parts of the team. He's not trying to just, you know, oh, this uh, I know I'm going to prove to everybody I can be an offensive coach also and call all kinds of crazy plays. Um, but, I mean, the Jaguars have a couple of pieces but, well, Con, Con's made some bad decisions, but at least the dude's committed to winning. Uh, Gettleman's right. committed committed to winning and has absolutely no idea how to do it. Yeah. I think every everything that's good in Carolina right now, if you look at the situation that they're in, which is definitely arrow up, it's all happened as soon as Gettleman left. True, but I I don't know. I mean, they're definitely they're definitely bottom five of teams I would not want to be a fan of right now. Well, here's the thing, though. Last night, Daniel Jones looked pretty good. He did. 
he looked he, pretty he, good. He also had some and, of those Trubisky moments where like that one play where he completely airmailed that pass to Galladay. He had him wide open for a first down. There was a play oh, where he, there was a play where he didn't even look at Tony, who was open in the flat mm-hmm. for a first down, and instead took a sack. And I get it; it's only his third I mean, year, right? Those things happen. And, but overall, I thought he played well, and he played well against what's supposed to be one of the best defenses. In the NFL. They're not. I called it. I said that right. they were going to regress this year. And, and not because I don't think their personnel is good. I still think their personnel is very good. What they did last year is it's just a fluke. They were so dominant defensively that it can't continue. So I, I do think they're a good defense, but they're not. Clearly, you're giving up 20-plus uh, points to the Chargers, who are a fantastic offense, and 30 points to the Giants, 30-ish points, that's, uh, that's tough, especially at home. Yeah. Um, they should have had six sacks last night. And it started off, they started off on fire. But the Giants, mm-hmm. as soon as that dude got hurt, I can't remember his name, but as soon as that dude got hurt, the line played so much better. Now, that guy. Oh, yeah. That, the, oh, that was, yeah. That, that was brutal. That was pretty nasty. That guy played but, center for them last year, and they just moved him to guard. He'd only played one one game at guard for them before, I think. Uh, and then as soon as he went out, they seemed to get better. But I mean, all in all, I don't I I, I think Daniel Jones played good. Um, and I would look at that like. Here's a game they they played in the rain. It's a primetime game. Guy plays pretty well. And his numbers actually could have been better if it weren't for a couple of drops like that, mainly that one. Slayton, that was a tough ball. It, um, it was. It was. And, you know, I get it. People are saying that you, been you put your hands on it and you're wide open. You got to catch it. But Jones could have done him a favor and made right. it and just, <laughs> made a better throw. Like I was talking to Calvin earlier today, and he's like, that's the difference between, say, like Eli. Eli would have. He'll put the air under it. underthrown him. And because mm-hmm. he, he was open by 15 yards. Yeah. He didn't have to lead him. Yep. But um, I mean, I, I still think that was a catchable pass. It, it was like kind of Slayton kind of geared down a little bit. It definitely was a catchable pass. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I I look at something like that and be like, that's that's something to build on. Now, I think Daniel Jones is one of those guys who probably needs. Uh, he needed to be like behind another really good quarterback for yeah. a couple of years, get established with the team that has, you know, veteran uh, skill players and kind of transition him into a star role. If you get drafted in the first round and you're a quarterback, they want you to start immediately. immediately. There's no, and be good immediately. And there's no right. patience for and, otherwise. Yeah, exactly. And and be really good. You know, and that's hard to do because one, a lot of these guys are on crap teams. And yeah, two, mo- most of them. You know, that's how they got you in the first place. <laughs> right. A lot of them are devoid of talent. So is is you know, is a guy like Zach Wilson gonna be somebody that has, you know, big problems 
because they're putting this crap team on his shoulders. And then they're going to blame him for every, everything that happens and goes wrong. So, I, you know, I think I don't think Daniel Jones is, you know, like Patrick Mahomes or anything like that. No. But I think he could be a guy that's serviceable. You put enough stuff around him and he's not and he cannot lose you games. You know, uh, I think the less big plays that they ask him to make, the better off they are. But. He's got some weapons. He's I not a transcendent talent, it doesn't look like. And when you no. take a quarterback at six overall, that's what you're hoping for. Right. But if you get somebody, if you get a guy that's good, he doesn't have to be great, just good. Like Alex Smith was the number one pick overall. He's good. He's not great. Yeah. He's good. Just so happens that Aaron Rodgers got drafted. Yeah, if if those later, if those picks are reversed, great. if those picks are reversed, nobody's saying anything. Correct. Uh, last night was a very entertaining game. The end was absolutely bonkers. You can't make that shit up. The the between the Monday night game and this game, we have had some very entertaining finishes. I cannot believe the Raiders were throwing the ball. We'll get to that when we when we get to the Raiders game. That was bonkers. But last night, master disciplinarian Joe Judge has one of his players jump off sides and give the the red the Washington football team another shot at, at the kick from five yards closer, and they drill it and beat them as the time expires. First time, believe it or not, all those meetings between Washington and, and the Giants, it's the first time that the Redskins have ever beaten them as time expired. So that's pr- pretty now, interesting stat. Now, you know, uh, I wish I had, I wish you had been here because I was like, when they first lined up to the kick for the kick, I said, I'll, I'll told me, I said, I'll bet you anything. It's wide, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh, now you can call kicks now. <laughs> and as it goes wide, right. It's just silence. And I said, but wait, I bet you there's a penalty. I'm telling you. I, <laughs> I nice. said, wait, I bet you there's a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, giant, giant football. All right, so we both picked Washington, so we're both one and zero headed into week two. You are uh, several games up on me, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I finished ten and six. The, the, I finished the week at seven and nine. You finished at ten and six, so you're three games up. Um, I think we're gonna have a lot of the same picks this week, so it might be hard to catch up. Let's get started with Chicago at home to Cincinnati. Uh, I called it. I described exactly Chicago's team and the weaknesses. I, I I know my team pretty well. I did not like the matchup last week. I don't particularly like the matchup this week, but I think we'll see more snaps from Justin Fields. I think the defense is going to play better. Uh, they're going to avoid some of those mental mistakes. Uh, I still think the secondary is a very weak spot for them. The offensive line played a lot better than I expected. Uh, I expected Aaron Donald to absolutely be destroying us, and they held up pretty well, even when we were down to our third string left tackle. And let's keep in mind, it's really our fifth string left tackle because our two starters that we had penciled in there are both already out. So our our left tackle position is absolutely taking a beating. And even when that happened, we still did a pretty good job against the Rams front seven. Um, and it, it's not an easy feat to, to block Aaron Donald. So I was pleasantly surprised by that. 
part of it was Matt Nagy's play calling. He did you see Allen Robinson's route tree? He didn't run. Uh, I didn't he, see it. No, I didn't see it. Like he didn't. Matt he now. didn't run a single yard deeper than ten or a single route deeper than ten yards. That's mm. that can't happen. He, he played safe and didn't get Andy Dalton killed and and didn't get. But we, you you got to give him some some opportunity to take some shots down the field. Now uh, I wait. I I, I kind of understand that because uh, the 49ers, uh last year when they beat. Uh, when they beat the Rams the first time. I, I don't know if they threw more than two or three passes beyond the sticks. Most of the stuff was like, you know, like jet sweeps and, and the the kind of off balance stuff. And, and, and we did, we did a fair amount of that. Did, did you see the, uh, the jet sweep to Goodwin? There was no. a jet jet sweep to Goodwin ended up uh, in a two yard loss, but uh, it was blo- I've, I've watched the replay of that play more, more times than I've liked, like to admit. And it was blocked up for a touchdown, like a, a legitimate touchdown. Goodwin went to the outside instead of taking the lane. So that wasn't necessarily Nagy's fault. That was a pretty good play call. Nevertheless, wasn't a good matchup. Really, the game was, even when it was, I think it was like 10-7 or something at, at one point, I didn't feel like we had a chance. Uh Interesting fact about the Justin Fields play. So on the first drive, when they put Justin Fields in and he threw that um, that nine yard completion to uh, Goodwin in the red zone, they ran the same exact play that they ran before with Dalton on the field. The Rams ran the same exact coverage that they did the play before. Dalton misread the coverage, handed it off to Montgomery. It was an RPO, handed it off to Montgomery for uh, no gain fields makes the right read and gets a nine yard completion. So I, if he's ahead of him mentally, you know, damn well, he's ahead of him physically. I, I, I don't think that actually gives me optimism that they did that because it's almost like, all right, this is what was here. Let's put Justin in and run the same goddamn play and see if he makes the right mm-hmm. read. And he did, but he also had seen it already. They may have put him in and said, "Hey, we're going to run the same play. If they run this coverage, hit Goodwin." They may have. Right. You don't know. You don't know. But whatever, whatever the case is, it's still pretty telling that they were willing to do that and give him a touch on the first drive of the game. Right. Cincinnati uh, looked pretty good. Uh, they beat the Minnesota Vikings. I got another cool stat: first time in NFL history that a game is tied as the clock expired. And then the game is won as the clock expired in overtime. It's never happened before. Cincinnati mm-hmm. did that. So I, I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting stat. So I believe it was the Vikings that tied it up with a field goal as time expired in regulation. And then since he wins it, wins it with the field goal as time expired in OT. Uh, it, I was surprised that their secondary didn't get torched. Uh, Adam Thielen had some success against them for sure, but. They held up relatively well. That's Kirk, man. Dude, just not that good. He's not going to win you that many games. Yeah. I Kirk puts up a lot of those stats. He's been on teams that, that have been in shootouts. And that's when he gets a lot of those, those stats. And you see more times than not when it comes down to it that Captain Kirk is not not going to, you know, come 
you know, rise to the moment, or as Macho Man would say, the cream always rises to the top. <laughs> and speaking of, uh, while we're on that subject, Jamar Chase he didn't have any drops, drop issues last week, and uh, I love how Burrow made, made made a point of saying that in uh, in the press conference afterwards. Yeah. Mixon Mixon looked really good too. I mean, Cincinnati looked pretty good. Um, they've definitely improved their defensive front. Uh, so they're, they're going to be better for sure. They held the uh, Dalvin cook in check, but I think a lot of that was, I don't think the Vikings offensive line is pretty bad. They're going to have to get yeah. it together pretty quickly. Um, anyway, I'm going with Chicago at home for two reasons. One, God help us. If we start on two and two, God help us. If we start on two with the red rifle, losing the revenge game to his old team <laughs> at home. He that dude may not make it out of Soldier Field alive. The fans will eat him alive if they don't if they don't go out and, and kick some ass. So I'm I'm going with Chicago. I don't feel real confident about it. It's a really close line. Um, I think it's three and a half or maybe even three at this point. But uh, I'm I'm picking Chicago for the win. I got Chicago also, and I was thinking the, the on the, along the same lines as you. I think that uh, that Justin Fields is going to get some more plays. They're going to put him in in some playmaking situations. Um, I, I think Dalton's going to play, but I think that's what they're going to do now with same thing with Trey Lance. I think Justin Fields is going to be the same way when they want, when they think they have a dynamic play that they can draw up or something they can exploit, you're going to see these guys get in the game and yeah, they'll make some plays. Fields got the but touchdown I, I run. As, what's that? Fields got the touchdown run in week one. Right. Right. So, um, and just like the first touchdown of the year, Lance got, mm-hmm. you know, put him in, you know, after Garoppolo made a, a really nice play. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I got Chicago. Um, I'm not sure if, if Cincinnati is, I don't think, you know, they're obviously better, but I don't think they're going to be able to consistently beat teams that are even as good as them. I think they'll get a game against, like they had last week, I think the Vikings are on a sharp, you know, decline. It's right so now. the Vikings are you can never tell with them because even when they're good, they lose games like they did last week. True. So it's 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 always so difficult uh, to tell with them. But as long as they have Kirk Cousins there, I, I'm not afraid of the Vikings. So when when a team like Cincinnati beats them, it doesn't really do anything for me. Right. So I think there was a lot of teams last week that are getting a lot of hype that. Uh, that I don't know, you know, a lot of people got excited about week one and it's, some of the games. It's, I and mean, it's a lot of it. And some we, of we we're an overreaction society. society. Right. Right. So easy, Chicago. easiest game of the week. So we both got Chicago easiest game of the week right here. Houston at Cleveland. Zero chance Cleveland loses this game, although Houston looked pretty decent. Um, but Jacksonville will do that to you. Right. Uh, Cleveland was taking it to the the Chiefs. They looked really good. They were running the ball down their throat. And they were frustrating them. They were on defense. They were frustrating uh Mahomes at times. He they were couldn't get the he couldn't get the big, big plays off early that he wanted. Yeah, he had a couple um, of deep shots to Tyreek, but they were that, that, they were able to contain. Right. But that one that one pass that he threw like across his body mm-hmm. and uh like as great of a play as that is, like that's not the play you should make. Like he, yeah. that ball should have been intercepted. 
Yeah, there was there was a lot of air under that. Right, and the guy, and and I, uh, I think it was Johnson. He he was in front of Hill, and he just overran. He wasn't yep. looking at the ball. He was so worried about where Hill was. Where Hill was, which yep. I can imagine. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from it because it ended up being a great throw. But, like, you know, I hope it – and I hope it's against the 49ers that when he makes these two or three crazy, ridiculous plays, that I hope that that's when they start turning into interceptions. I hope I hope, I hope, hope the 49ers play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and <laughs> have, like, six interceptions and 14 sacks. I don't. It would be a very, very tumultuous uh, Conover household if that were to happen. Uh, Baker played. Baker played well last week. Also, um, Houston. I, I don't know. Look, Taranto looked really good. Uh, Mark Ingram <laughs> looked really good. I mean, Brandon Cooks, the monster game. The defense played pretty well. It's just like it, Jacksonville is a hot mess. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm. A Houston fan, I would be excited and I'd be talking about it all week and I'd be saying, oh, well, we could do this and we could do that and Tyrod Taylor will be fine, you know, and I don't think Jacksonville's offense is going to be as bad as uh, as everybody. But because they do have a few weapons, but they're they're, they're I'm not sure Urban Meyer knows what to do with them. How do you not give James Robinson work. How, how do you just say, all right, Carlos Hyde, you're my guy. I, I understand he has a familiarity with him and a comfort level with him from Ohio state. He's not but the best running be, back on that team. Be, you, you should be, you should be more comfortable with whoever's better. Yes, you should be. You should be. You know, if this was, if this was Hyde's first or second year in the league, and he showed those big time flashes of somebody that might be absolutely great. The 49ers moved on from, from Gore early, probably a year or two early, to give Hyde the, the reins. And he never fucking panned out either. Nah. He's had some good seasons and been a solid yeah. back, but you got it right now. You got to play James Robinson. Right. But uh, yeah, so uh, I assume we're both taking Cleveland here, right? Yes. All right. Rams at Colts. Colts looked about like I expected them to look. Uh, defensively, they had some some really good plays. I can't remember his name, but one of their rookie linebackers had an absolute flattening of the right tackle. Uh, he uh, destroyed him, Went hit Carson Wentz, caused Carson Wentz to fumble uh, in the red zone. It was just a great play. Oh, no, wait, that was, sorry, that was against Indianapolis. <laughs> Never mind. Erase that. I've had a long day. Um, yeah, Indianapolis. Uh, actually, who, wait, who did Indianapolis play last week? Indianapolis played Seattle. Seattle, that's right. It was it was outside linebacker Seattle. Yeah, he absolutely tr- destroyed their right tackle. Um, yeah, I, I, I to be honest with you, I didn't watch much of the Colts game. I, of course, saw, saw the highlights. Um, it's about what you'd expect. I, I think the Colts, this hard knocks thing with them is an awful idea. My instant reaction, you, you saw my text message, was why would you invite distraction during the season? There's a reason I they've thought, always I done it, it preseason. I thought it was a joke. Yeah. 
I thought it was a joke. I, I, until I saw it the second time, I thought it was a joke. I'm like, who in the hell signed off on this? Well, I mean, Ursay's a nut job. So I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure he said, give me some camera time and we'll make it work. <laughs> he's, he's still he's on, the, on that fucking cocaine. But just think of all the, the drama they've had at the quarterback position. <laughs> they have their franchise quarterback. He retires out of nowhere. They panic and sign Jacoby Brissett to you know, a relatively lucrative short-term contract. Then they move on from Brissett and trade for Carson Wentz. Wentz is injured, questionable. I, I'm surprised he's out there at this point, but he, he's, he's all healed. But you still have a major question mark. Your, your team is kind of in turmoil. You feel like you have a really good head coach and a really good roster, but you can't get that position right. You're struggling. You're trying to make it work. Let's invite camera crews into our locker room with COVID. Horrible idea. This is to me. This just is the last nail in the coffin for any hope that Indianapolis had this year. Although I don't know who the hell's going to win that division. Yeah, because Tennessee looked like hot garbage. Oh yeah, we'll get there. I watched. I watched hot that garbage. game. I went back and watched the shortcut of that game. So I, I yeah. got some. I got some takes on that game. Uh, but Indianapolis has their work cut out for them this week. They got the Rams coming to town. Rams are a Super Bowl contender. They are. Get. Stafford yes, did exactly say he did exactly what I expected him to be able to do under this offense. A lot of it was Chicago's secondary completely shitting the bed. And there was an epidemic last week of safeties blowing their assignments on several teams. And it continued last night with that Slayton it's play. So. No pre, it's, I think it's because guys didn't play guys in, in the preseason. That's entirely possible. But even veterans like, you know, Gibson on the Bears, that dude's been around a long time. He shouldn't be doing that. But he said he conf- the one the one play where um Cooper, there's nobody anywhere near Cooper Cup. Um right. he he said that he thought they were playing cover two and they were playing cover three. Mm-hmm. So it's just stupid mental mistakes. But right. And I think those are sometimes that the training camp and and even preseason games. Yeah, you want to make those mistakes the then. Yeah. But the Rams look really good. Um, defense did, you know, pretty much what you'd expect it to. Um, yeah, I think I I got the Rams in this one, and I'm feeling really really good about my my fake and my real Rams over ten and a half wins this year. Yeah, right. Enough about the Rams. <laughs> so I got the Rams too. Um, the Colts are going to be tougher than they were last week, I think, but. Um, I don't think it'll be enough for LA. Um, but I, I think they know they have a chance at the division and I think they're going to want to come out and say, you know, just like the bears, we can't go. Oh, and two, but I, they will, um, because the Rams are for real. And when, when you play a team like, Indianapolis and Indianapolis got smoked by Seattle last week. You damn sure know that LA is going to come out and try and destroy Indianapolis. Yeah. Trying to end it by halftime. Right. Just because they're like, you know, Seattle's doing it. We have to show Seattle that we're as good as they are. So uh, definitely LA. LA, LA NFC West is fucking brutal, man. Best division of football. Buffalo, unfortunately, at, unfortunately, yeah. 
Buffalo. Fortunately and unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, le- legitimately, all four of those teams have playoff rosters. Yeah. Buffalo at Miami. Uh, you're right. Miami got the win against uh, New England. Uh, it was a very close game too. It pe- played pretty well. Uh, Miami's defense stiffened up when it needed to. Um, and I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, I know that there were some, some bonehead decisions by uh, Mac Jones towards the end of right. the game. Now, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and listen, but I believe that was my take on the game that it was going to be close, but I think Mac Jones is going to make a couple. I have to go back to tapes. I don't remember. I talk we, we so don't need, much. We don't need to go back to the tape. That's what she said. That's what she said. Okay. That's what she said. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you nailed it. You nailed it. And, um, you know, a lot of the things that I thought were going to happen happened. Um, but your your point was the key. That was the differentiator. So I, I thought New England was going to play really good defense. I thought they were going to run the ball like crazy, which they did. Um, uh, what's the name? Uh, had 100 yards, uh, Miami or uh, New England running back uh, Harris had 100 yards. Yeah. So uh, all that stuff happened. But, yeah, Mac Jones. uh you know, he's a rookie. First, first start against a division right, rival. But he played well. He did. Played well. Miami and Miami does not have a bad defense. No, they don't. They've got a really good secondary. They paid for it. Mm-hmm. They got but, a lot, lot of dough there. Who you got? Uh, yeah, definitely Buffalo. I, I, okay. Buffalo blew that game. They had they had that game. Their defense. I don't know if Buffalo's defense is better than we expected or Pittsburgh's offense is worse than we expected or a combination of both. But what I saw from Buffalo last week, obviously Josh Allen did not play the way Josh Allen played last year. Now he had a similar slow start last year as well. In his first game, he didn't play great. Pittsburgh was able to get after him with four, four men. Like they didn't have to bring the blitz to get after him. And that's just a credit to some of its play design, some of its uh, superior talent up front. Um, and Buffalo's offensive line is, is no slouch. Like they're not, they're not like bottom five or anything like that. And, and they're able to get, get to Allen and, and he really wasn't able to do what, what he normally does. And he didn't have the time to, to let the deep plays develop. Um, I thought Buffalo ran the ball pretty well. They couldn't stick with it because of, um, you know, the really the, the way the game script was. But Singletary had like, I think, 11 carries for 70 yards. Um, and he looked pretty good. Um, he think, didn't he didn't do anything until late in the game. Yeah. The last like two drives, he had a couple he, he had a couple of big runs because they had thrown the ball so much and not gone to Singletary they were in like two deep uh, safeties. Yeah. It wasn't really a well-called game by, by Buffalo. They just had no answer for Pittsburgh's defense. For I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they had enough respect for Pittsburgh's defense. Like a lot of people, I feel like don't have enough respect for Pittsburgh's defense. I don't see where the, I'm like, well, hold on. Let me, back that up. I was going to say, I don't see where the big hole is. Now they have some shaky situations at corner, but the best way to cover that up is with being able to get to the quarterback. Before. Always, always a good, so, oh, look, a great secondary can make a pass rush better and a great pass rush can make us uh secondary better. And I think right. that's the situation with Pittsburgh. They, they, exactly the they situation. upgraded for less money. They let Bud Dupree walk to Tennessee, which looks like a very smart idea after one game. Uh, and then Ingram, they got for 
pennies on the dollar, and he played very well last week. Yeah, well, the the thing with Ingram is, is he going to be healthy? That was that was the thing. I don't know that Ingram at this point in his career is an upgrade from Dupree. Based on one week, it looks like it, but we'll well, we'll, we'll have to see. You can't it's based it on one. Week. Of course, no. But ba- what we saw on Sunday, Dupree played better. Or um, uh, holy shit, Ingram. Uh, Ingram, thank you. Ingram played better than Dupree did. Dupree didn't do anything well right. on on Sunday, but but Buffalo, they Buffalo's got to get this win. They can't they can't go zero uh, and two, no. and then one of those two being losing a, a divisional game. Right. No, they can't do that. I, I think they I have a, Buffalo. I actually think they have a pretty big bounce back game. This, I don't expect them to put up like 40 points or anything. Cause as we mentioned, Miami's got a decent secondary, but I, I think they'll do well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Buffalo's not going to win too. Um, I feel like they, they win convincingly against Miami. Yeah. Um, just because I think they want to come out and, Josh Allen did not play very well. He didn't have the big numbers. Stephon Diggs didn't get big numbers. I think those two are going to want to start clicking. Um, you're going to take some shots Sanders for sure. The game, Cole Beasley. Yeah, Beasley had a lot of catches last week. He's a, yeah. he's a little Cole, no shot. Beasley. Little, little needle, needly guy. <laughs> uh, speaking of not being able to go down in O2 in the division, New England at the Jets. Again, I think this is a relatively easy one to call. The Jets looked pretty bad last week. Uh, they couldn't do a lot right. Their defense wasn't fantastic. Uh, they they really couldn't move the ball. And uh, Wilson looked very much like a, a rookie quarterback. There was a lot of ill-advised throws. He wasn't accurate. He wasn't dealing well with the pressure. And they couldn't. That's what I was saying. He, he looked like he was trying to have a big game, a big first game, like a splash Mm -hmm. game. He looked like he was trying to kind of force the action. Yeah. And I get it. You're, you're playing against the quarterback who your team got rid of for you. Right. That's, that's some added incentive and some added pressure there, but look, man, Carolina, if they can get good play out of Darnold, they're going to be a really good football team. I think like I said, I've said this several times. I think over the next couple of years, Carolina is going to be, they have the potential to develop that Pittsburgh-like defense, meaning every year you go into it and you're like, oh, well, they're, they're, you, we know their defense is going to be good. Um, just right. because of all, all the draft capital that they invested, they get to keep those guys together for at least four years. If they mm-hmm. pan out to be good, that's just a huge advantage. Uh, but the Jets looked terrible last week, and Belichick always destroys the Jets. And I think Mac Jones is going to continue to play well. I don't even want to say he's really going to have a bounce back game because I think he's just going to have a good game like he did last right. week. And they're going to continue to pound the ball and play good defense. And, you know, looking for over 100 yards rushing again this week. Jets uh, gave up a lot to McCaffrey, which everybody really does. I'm going to New England. Yeah, I got the Pats. <clears throat> I got the Pats. All the same reasons. I think um, Mac Jones looks steady. Um, he's definitely going to look even better against uh, the Jets. You may see he and Wilson try and, you know, uh, force a couple of things. Yeah, there's there's but several I, good storylines in this one. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't think that I think uh, the Pats deal get to Wilson. Um, 
The Jets D isn't terrible, terrible, terrible. No, no. I mean, they. they I what did they give up? 20, 20 points to Carolina last week, something right. like that. So I mean, they did give. Donald had like two hundred and thirty yards in the first half. So they 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 stiffened up in in half two, but I mean, he he was absolutely destroying them. But Carolina also took took their foot off the gas a little bit. Wait, that was a theme for last week. A lot of teams did that. Yeah. Oh yeah, heard about that. Mm-hmm. The next team we talk about. That's a good segue. So I I don't think I'm going to really gain any games on you this week because I think we're going to have very similar picks. Uh, San Francisco going into Philly. I watched the Eagles game. I did not watch the Niners game. Uh, I watched the highlights, and I watched bits and pieces of the Niners game. I'm going to assume that you watched the Niners game. Give me your take on, on what happened last week because that was that was insane. Now, Obviously, the score indicates it was a relatively close game. It wasn't. No. Um, the the game started out. Um, 49ers gave up a, a couple of chunk plays. Um, Hawkerson kept, you know, he kept coming up. He's like 20-yard plays, 20-yard plays. They stopped him. Uh, the first drive came down, scored. Um, it was even. Uh, I think it was like 10-7. Uh, Lions and then 49ers just took over and by the end of the first half it's like 31 to 10 um they come out and uh Debo has the long touchdown in the third quarter and at that point they kind of started gearing it back but then you have things like uh Verrett went down with his season-ending ACL. And as soon as Verrett went down and 49ers up 28 midway through the third quarter, like, all right, we can kind of, you know, instead of, like, pinning their ears back and going and really trying to embarrass golf, they kind of sat back in their in their prevent defense and got just absolutely chewed up. Um. Then uh, Debo had a big fumble, gave, gave uh, the ball back to the Lions. So they ended up scoring 16 points in like a minute and 24. Yeah, it was in, ridiculous. In like less than a quarter. So they, they kind of got some, you know, lucky plays. The game wasn't nearly as, as like you said, it wasn't nearly as close as the score indicated. Um, 49ers dominated like they you, we've seen them done, do the last couple of years. Uh, they dominated for three and a half quarters and then or three quarters and, and kind of start trying to gear down. But uh, I felt good about the offense. Uh, I was more worried about the offense making big plays than the, than the defense because I felt like the defense was going to be able to keep it home. Uh, Penny Soul actually, even though he gave up a, a really bad sack to Bosa, he played a really good game. Yeah, yeah, he looked he looked uh, he looked pretty decent. Yeah. From, from he was what I he saw. was handling he was handling Bosa and, and four pretty well. Bosa got got by him a couple of times, but um, who? So who's San Francisco out so far? So they they lost Mostert so, for the season. Verrett's out for the season. Um, and now Greg Greenlaw. Green Greenlaw's going to be out. I've seen four to six weeks and six to eight weeks. Yeah, so I that, saw I saw six to so eight. That weeks. probably means ten weeks. 
weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's unfortunate because uh, Greenlaw basically stole the job from Quan Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made him expendable. Um, it's yeah, exactly. When they were eight and zero with Quan Alexander, he gets hurt, and Dre Greenlaw comes in, and they they not only don't miss a beat, but he's just he's just as good, if not better in coverage than Quan Alexander. And that's Quan Alexander's big thing is he's good in, in uh, coverage. But uh, he's he's going to be done for a good chunk of time. Uh, it looks like Trey Sermon. They said Trey Sermon has had a really good week of, of practice. He's back in the lineup. He's probably going to – I don't know if he'll start just because uh, – Yeah, Elijah Mitchell looked really good. You know, Elijah, Mich- Elijah Mitchell looked – phenomenal um i mean look that's shanahan man he, like, he knows how to block up the zone running game right i feel like any one of our running backs would have had a good game though last yeah. week um, yeah the Lions defense sucks he had, car- he had two carries for 20 yards i know that's what he ended with uh-huh. <laughs> i started i started him in both like, leagues and and daily <laughs> right yeah that and you remember i said i wanted to get Mostert, and mm-hmm. he was like he's gonna get hurt yeah, she's right. His, his name is most hurt. <laughs> most hurt. It's right in his it's, name. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really unbelievable because I remember the first year we had him. He had a huge game against, uh, I think it was the Raiders on like Monday night, and he breaks off like a like a thirty or forty yard run, and he falls awkwardly, breaks his form. Yeah, he's he's just. It, he needs to drink more milk or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but it's it's the Niners. Like, they're cursed. Like, even X-9. You saw Quan Alexander's out for the season, right? Quan Alexander's always out for the season. Yeah. I think he brought – I think he might have brought he, the curse. He may very well have. He uh, married <laughs> it's the, So, the Niners playing the Eagles. A uh, couple takeaways from the Eagles game on the Eagles side. So, the, the Falcons are really bad. But the the Eagles looked a lot better than I expected them to. Right. I I, I didn't realize that Sirianni was going to be calling the plays for them. Okay. Um, and the reason I didn't realize that Sirianni was going to be calling the plays for them is because he's never done it. He's only called plays in one other game, um, and that was when a coach was like out or suspended or something like that. Like I don't remember the details, but he he, he called plays once when he was with the Chiefs. That's it. He's never called plays before. So he's got an offensive coordinator, but he's calling the plays. He did a fantastic job of putting Jalen Hurts in a position where he always had like a quick, easy read. And Philadelphia's got some speed at wide receiver, and they were able to take advantage of the Falcon secondary. Right. And that's that's what leaves me a little bit worried about this game. Barrett's injured. Emmanuel Mosley was already injured. So now you have your third and fourth string cornerbacks. I don't know if Josh Norman's going to be out there, um, but uh, Lenore actually had a really good game. He filled in for for Mosley last week, and I think uh, he was in. For, he was in for every defensive snap. It was like ninety snaps. Uh, had four targets on him, one completion, three yards. So he might be somebody that's that's you know pretty good, but I worry if this is gonna 
going to be the young cornerbacks we're putting on some of these big time veteran receivers. Like when we play Arizona, we play Seattle, it could be a problem. I don't know if it's going to be enough to, to get the Eagles to win. I'm not going to pick them. Yeah. Uh, me neither. I, uh, look, I, I think I, I still, I still wonder about Philly's defense. Philly's got their own. Their, their secondary own is not very good. Their front and, seven is good. But you can run on Atlanta had like a hundred yards in the first half. Right. So they were right. running so we, the ball down. If, if, Cordero Patterson at one point was averaging 10 yards a carry. He had yeah, five had, carries for 51 yards at one point. Remember I told you he was leading Atlanta in, uh, in rushing. Yeah. Well, they, they love him. They're going to use him quite a bit. Um, I, I heard the comparison that, cause you know, Arthur, Arthur Smith is their, their head coach. Now he was the offensive coordinator from the Titans. And I heard somebody suggest that I, they think he likes Cordell Patterson because he has a similar body type to, to Derrick Henry. Now, obviously, Henry. nobody has a similar body type to Derrick Henry, but Cordell Patterson's like, he's like 6'3", 250. You don't realize how big that dude is because of how right. quick he can move. He is a very large human. He's, yeah. So between him and Mike Davis, obviously, Arthur Smith has a type. He likes the big running back. And they were they were able to take it to, to, to Philly pretty well. Um, in the first half, but they couldn't, they couldn't get any points on it. Um, you know, some of the notes I had for the game, uh, I was very impressed with Hertz. He had a TD that came off the board early in the game to Goddard uh, or early in the game. And then like two plays later, he throws a touchdown to Goddard. That was really impressive for the first, his first touchdown of the season to, to be nullified. And then he just keeps his composure and goes right out and throws again. Um, Miles Sanders looked really good. I I'm pretty sure. It was more a function of the the Falcons' defense or lack thereof. But the Eagles do have a very good offensive line. Um, my lot is a fucking bulldozer. That dude's really good. Obviously, Kelsey. They've they've got some Lane Johnson. They got a really good offensive line. Manuel Sanders or I mean Miles Sanders was just running fucking wild. Man, he looked he looked really good. I mean Miles Miles Sanders did that last year. They just didn't give him the ball. Right. Yeah. They they for some reason found found the need to mix in. Uh, Jordan Jordan Howard and and even they did it they they handed the ball to um he he he's the one who got the touchdown um I can't remember his name it starts with a K I'll, I'll look it up but they they still they still won't just feed this dude all the way down the field and then reward him with the touchdown like he does all the heavy right. lifting to get him down the field and then and then they hand it off to uh Kenneth uh Kenneth Gainwell um is the one who got the touchdown and then I, I don't know I don't get it but uh. Philly, I, w- I was impressed and surprised by Philly, but I think Atlanta, actually, we can we can maybe add Atlanta into one of those fan bases, too, that I'd be terrified of because they're they um they passed on some <laughs> they passed on some quarterbacks in this draft. And I'm not exactly sure why. And um, I think that question is is even more so prevalent uh, after yeah, Ryan. One. Ryan looks done. He looks done. Mm-hmm. Like it's not it, it's not even like he doesn't want it or anything. He just looks like he's done. Yeah, he looks like Eli looked at the end of his career. A little right. little better than that because look, the maybe, Falcons maybe first Phillip Rivers. The Falcons' first two drives were good. They just they falconed. They had first and goal from the six on their first drive of the game, came away with three. And then on the second drive of the game, they had first and goal from the two. And came away with three. That can't happen. You can't do that. And I don't know what it is about the Eagles defense and the Falcons when they get inside the 10, but they can't score. 
happened in the playoffs, happened in the regular season, you know, last year, the year before. They just they just can't do it. No. Anyway, remember Julio? They, yep. they threw like three fades to Julio. Yep. They just running the same play over and over again. Yeah. All right, both getting the Niners. Uh, Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. Uh, again, talked about Pittsburgh a little bit uh, in the Buffalo game, but their defense was fantastic. They were able to put a lot of pressure on Josh Allen. I think they'll be able to put a lot of pressure on Derek Carr again. And yeah. Now, now back to what we were talking about when we were talking about Pittsburgh uh, last week when we were talking about the Bills. Um, their offense definitely started out shaky, and it looked like Ben looks like Ben. You know, them 38, 39 year old bones need a couple minutes to kind of warm up. Warm up, yeah. He started he started slinging the rock pretty well. Like yeah, he had he had some game. floaters in the first half. I was yeah. There's a couple passes, yeah. and I'm like, ooh. But ben Ben will throw those every week. Has thrown them every week. Every week, you know, you see a couple passes. You're like, holy shit, Ben. Yeah, you know, you're like, um, oh my god, he's done. And then two plays later, you're like, oh, he's back. Right. So, uh, I mean, I got. I got Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is going to be able to. Uh, I think they'll be able to do what whatever they need to do, whatever they want against uh, the Raiders. I I think their quick throw style is going to be able to be enough to get away from the Raiders. Um, the Raiders front line had pressure on on uh, Jackson last week because a lot of that was you know, long winded plays and these guys are getting to him. Ben's getting the ball out of his hands. Two seconds. I think, I think the Ravens offensive line is pretty bad also. Right. Well, Steelers isn't right. Steelers line isn't, isn't fantastic. They're, they're it's not. probably better than it was last year, but uh, four new starters on, on uh, Steelers line, I believe. But I think the defense will be able to bottle up, uh, car, especially if they know no Jacobs this week. Yeah, that that's huge. That's you. you I mean, he you almost have, don't have to play. respect Kenyon Drake. Right. right. He didn't have he didn't have uh, a huge, huge game. He had a couple of nice runs that that touchdown run was fantastic. But you could see when he was in the game, Baltimore had to respect that he was that he might get the ball. So that opened a few things up. Uh, so I think, uh, I think Pittsburgh would get a couple more chance, especially as much as, uh, Chucky was throwing the rock last, uh, last week. Can I get some fucking rushing yards for Najee Harris here? I mean, what, what an unimpressive fucking debut for this bum. <laughs> you you couldn't muster out like 12 more yards, 13 more yards. I mean, Jesus Christ. It, his his over for this week seventy one and a half. He should do that against the Raiders, but I'm not fucking touching him. Um, hey, I was very oh, disappointed. He'll get, one, by he'll, that. get he'll get Dane one twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe in two or three games combined. You don't um, bet it. No, he he looked he looked okay. I mean, he he's it's it's one game. You know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, I I was I was a little surprised that there wasn't at least like one big run. Like I think his I think his longest run was like. 11 yards or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. His long was four. Was it really? Yep. 
Oh, sorry, sorry. 18, 18 yards. Eighteen yards. Okay. I, I thought I thought he had something a little longer than that. I was like, I know I saw him with the yeah. with one he got into the second there. Why does this say long? Four. I don't know what that means. But yeah, his longest carry was definitely 18 yards. Um, but no, he should have a better game this week. I think uh, Oakland's run defense isn't great. Um you know, Pittsburgh or uh, Baltimore was able to run the ball up the gut there. I, I'll tell you one rushing prop I do like in this game, though. Derek Carr over six and a half rushing yards. That seems like a gimme. There's going to be at he least. He always has that one scramble. There's going to be at least five plays where he's running for his life and he ends up picking up like one or two yards on those plays. So I'm probably going to probably going to take that that bet. Um, let's see how many how many. Um, how many rushing yards did he have last week? Uh, Derek Carr had. Uh, six rushing yards. So, I mean, that's what the, the it's six and a half. So, but he had four, four attempts for six yards. I, th- I think he's going to have, I'm going to go, I'm going to go over on that one. Cause I, I think Pittsburgh's going to get after him and beat the shit out of him. He's going to be running for his life. Uh, New Orleans at Carolina. We're both pit- picking Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. New Orleans at Carolina. Uh, I felt a lot better about my New Orleans pick before uh, before everybody got COVID. Um, I I don't think I don't think it's really going to affect them because they're like position coaches. There's no coordinators. There's no head coach. I, I still think they'll be fine. Um, it's a little disruption that you know definitely can throw off your preparation during the yeah, week. As long, and that's, as, as long as as long as nobody else tests positive tomorrow. Yeah, um, and that's not what you want. And it's a divisional game, and I, I do think Carolina is much improved. But uh, I really liked. I mean, of course, I really liked it because they beat the ever loving shit out of the Packers. But it, they just look really good. Like th- their defense looked pretty good. They're going to be without two starters this week, which is problematic. Uh, Davenport and um, Quan Alexander both put on IR, so that that does suck. But I think they'll be able to. I, I can't. I don't like Darnold winning two in a row. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, and, I, and I do think Jameis. Jameis was really good last week. I got a, a good one for you. So Jameis threw uh, a touchdown pass last week. It was a fifty-five yard touchdown pass. It traveled fifty yards in the air guess how many drew b's had in his entire career of passes that traveled 50 yards in his career zero you are correct Nine thousand four hundred and twenty-one pass attempts for drew Brees. he never once had a touchdown pass that traveled 50 50 yards that in was the air. that was in new orleans i think though yeah just new orleans Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, for the Saints. For the sorry, you're right. Not sorry, not for his career, but um, it, the majority of his career was it was in New Orleans. Uh, he obviously had a few years with the Chargers, but but I mean, I remember his, his shoulder got caught, caught in a yeah. cotton gin, yeah, and then he was breaking up Schifferoad. <laughs> uh, but but look, I mean, New Orleans looked good, man. They didn't get my to kill a mockingbird reference. No, no. What did you say? I said. He got his arm caught in the cotton gin, and then he was at some white lady's house breaking up shipper robe. Oh, yeah. There you go. Boo. Dad Boo. Rat- choke Boo. <laughs> Boo Radley. Boo Radley. That wasn't Boo Radley. That was, well, Boo Radley was in the book. but Yeah, Boo Radley. That's the only character I remember. I was like fifth grade or sixth grade when I read that book, so I don't really remember. Um, 
and uh, and, and now Jameis can read books because he has some vision. <laughs> what a difference that makes. Who, who would have thought that you have to see the field to be able to play professional you know, football? But he was wearing contacts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. There, there's it's a lot like being could, made of that. Yeah. It's not like he couldn't see. Yeah. Maybe he couldn't. Maybe, he, you know, shit. Maybe he, he left. It, it looks like he couldn't see. Like right now, you're going to be like, oh, he couldn't see shit. Well, it well, he, he might have been colorblind, you know, and there's no lacing for that. <laughs> that might be the case. But I liked I liked what Sean Payton did with him. Um, it, it was most mostly, uh, you know, the, the you know, I don't want to say they were all quick reads, but he had good opportunities in, you know, because they kept getting the ball pinned deep. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was something else, man. So he didn't have a gazillion yards, but he did exactly what he needed to do while he did it. And, you know, he had that that one was 55 yard touchdown. Mm -hmm. And that that kind of put him at, you know, the 150 broke 150, I think, with that throw. I think he had like 90 yards passing and that was his fifth touchdown. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't ask him to do a lot. Um, and there really wasn't even the opportunity to do a lot, like you said, because of the field position. So it was it was definitely a unique game. Rest of this throw, how does it look? Yeah. You know what I mean? So they get in the game where they're in a shootout or they're behind that, you know, Let's see if he doesn't make the mistakes because everybody's like, oh, see what a year under uh, Drew Brees does. I'm like, I don't know what he did yesterday. Had Green Bay's defense day. hasn't been very good for a couple of years. You, right. you add that to the fact that Aaron Rodgers is going to turn the ball over multiple times. Did you see the yeah. stat that Aaron Rodgers would have had okay. a better quarterback rating if he took if every he snap and threw the ball directly into the ground? I think it was uh, you if you if you drop back to pass and and spiked it every single time, uh, every single pass attempt, your passer rating would be like thirty nine six, and uh, Rogers was like thirty six two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because he threw two picks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, look, Carolina's no pushover. It's it's definitely going to be a, a a tough game. Um, the, Carolina's defense is is legit. You know, McCaffrey's always something to deal with, and uh, their receiving core is very good. I'm I'm, I'm think, a big fan of what they're doing in Carolina. I, but I think New Orleans' defense will have to be the difference in this game. I think if they get if they get to to Darnold and get him flustered, move him off of his spot. He'll make the turnovers, and James will have another five touchdowns and 119 yards passing. Yeah, they got to make him see ghosts. So I'm picking New Orleans. I got I got the NL also. All right, Denver at Jacksonville. Uh, Denver beat the shit out of the Giants. They they looked really good. Teddy Bridgewater looked good. Very unfortunate that Jerry Judy um, has that high ankle sprain. That looked a lot worse than it turned out to be. So happy, happy in that regard. Denver really didn't run the ball all that well. If you look at the box score, you, you're going to be like, what are you crazy? Um, and obviously, 
you know, the, the giants gave up that big run, you know, to, um, to Melvin Gordon, it was a 70 yard touchdown run. So that helps pad the stats, but they, they were, they were okay uh, running the ball. They weren't, they weren't great. So it, 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 it's a little misleading to just look at the box score, but the game was closer than, yeah. Than the box. Yeah. But lucky for them, (laughs) they're, they're playing the Jags this week. Uh, the Jacksonville, I, I don't, I really don't understand what Urban Meyer's doing. Uh, he, he's got some, he actually has a few weapons on offense. Trevor Lawrence obviously can run the ball. Did you see that touchdown pass Lawrence threw in the first half? I mean, that was a fucking laser. Like, that's the shit that you see, and you're like, wow, this guy's going to be really good. Uh, yeah. But they but they have virtually zero talent on that roster outside of him and a couple of skill position players uh, on offense. They're uh, they're they're in trouble and uh, they're going to get the shit kicked out of them this week to six, <laughs> six, six point. It's a six point. Um, so they're a six point underdog at home. So that tells you everything you need to know. Uh, I got I got Denver winning this one. Yeah, I got Denver also. And I think. Um... You know, they're going to win this game because they are playing against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I think we're going to say uh, 17 times this year. I can't I can't imagine picking them unless like the day before one of these games, maybe we're recording and the entire team they're playing against has COVID. Like, I really I can't I can't see it. They get one of the forfeit wins. I, I got, yeah, I really, I'm not, I'm not sure who they're going to beat or who I'm going to be confident that they're going to beat. So, all right, both of us going Denver, really not much to analyze here. Although I thought Teddy Bridgewater did okay last week and, and Denver's defense is solid. Yeah. They're, they're secondary, Teddy, they're secondary so deep in Denver and Teddy, they have a pass rush. Teddy did what Teddy does. He didn't, he didn't do anything too crazy. He didn't make any big mistakes and he make, or he'll make like one, one big play like one really good play. And then he'll just, you know, he'll get you moving. He'll, he'll move the ball up and down the field. Uh, he'll get you in position, uh, which is not a knock, but I think that's what he does. I don't think he's going to do anything dynamic, but I think he's he's going to do enough good to get you to win. I don't like to say he's not going to, he's gonna, just going to not lose the game with him, but he'll do enough good that, uh, that he'll win you some games, especially if you put him on a good team with a with a D that's not going to put him in shootouts. Like mm-hmm. I don't think they'll have a chance against Kansas City. You know, uh, if Kansas City gets off to a, a quick start, they won't have a chance in coming back. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, most people don't, but I mean, they really, really won't. won't. Uh huh. All I right. mean, really, really, really won't. They really, 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 really won't. No chance, motherfucker. If I could go negative, I would go negative on that. <laughs> zero, zero. We'll go with zero point zero. <laughs> uh, Minnesota at Arizona. We talked about Minnesota a little bit. Um, they're they're going to be missing some defensive players. Uh, there's more to this Everson Griffin story, uh, and I say that because of Everson's Griffin, Everson Griffin's past. He was in a single car accident and sustained a concussion 
and will miss the game because of a concussion. He alleges that he swerved to avoid a deer. I don't know what the truth is, and of course that's possible. But I've never driven on mushrooms. But I feel like when you drive on shit like mushrooms, you see, you could see a deer, and there's no deer. Yes, I, I feel it. Sometimes, like- sometimes cocaine may have that effect on some of these NFL players. Well, something did, but I don't. I, I just I. I Oh, you don't want to speculate what drug I, he was I don't want to speculate what drug he was on, but he he also had you know he had to step away for for mental health issues, and I, I don't know, like I, I don't want to like maybe suggest it, anything, but it just it's just it was ironic. He wasn't on. Maybe maybe he skipped a dose. It's just ironic that this happened to him, and it just bad vibes in Minnesota, Arizona. I did not see this one coming. We both thought it was going to be a relatively close game last week. They absolutely positively. Took it to Tennessee, and I think the thing that really surprised me is the Cardinals' defense looked good. I thought their secondary was in a lot of trouble. Um, two weeks well, ago, they didn't even know who was going to be their starters. It doesn't hurt when Chandler, when you have a guy get five sacks. Did you if know Chandler Jones is going to be unblockable and J.J. Watts on the other side? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you know that he, he had five sacks for the game, but did you know that three of them were in the first quarter? That the tone that that sets, and I watched the game. Right. He just they were they were beaten. They were like, "Fuck this shit," <laughs> and they're like, "They're like, yo, we cannot trade you. Stop trying to stop <laughs> trying to, to up your trade value. You know, we <laughs> cannot trade you." Yeah, this is he gets five sacks for a team he doesn't even want to play for. Yeah. Yep, five, uh, three sacks in the first quarter. He had another sack in the in the third. That was a sack fumble, and then I think he had his his fifth sack in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they they, they were just good. And Kyler Murray, uh, you know, I want to see more because I'm still not really sure what to make of Tennessee, and I, I don't know that we're going to get the answer this week in Minnesota because he may be able to pick them apart worse. But holy shit, man! Some of those throws. Did you see that 26 yard touchdown to to yeah. Christian Kirk? My God, Listen, that was I, off his back foot. I've seen that. I've seen that before he got to the NFL. He used to do this consistently at OU. And he's mm-hmm. such a small guy that you do not think of him as having, you know, a big arm. He's got a cannon. Dude's got a, dude's got a cannon. And he can throw from these crazy angles and off of his back foot and be accurate. And he's willing to do he's willing to to make those plays so you know i mean you know he was he was a shortstop yeah shortstop had rocket arms and that play where he scrambled i mean that was one of the best like sack avoidances i've ever seen where he was top of the screen stopped guy ran past him stopped little 14 yard pass for for first down i mean he was just yeah, he was all over know. the place i don't know it was all right i, wasn't, I, wasn't <laughs> I, I know wasn't, you you hate this we're having like, i wasn't like crazy impressed I, but i was like i was like boomer soon you're having to pray praise all these teams in your division my my division sucks shit i don't have to say <laughs> anything good about these teams including my own uh, but now the, the Cardinals look really good. Uh, Rondale Moore's fast. He had some really good, really good kick returns, man. He took a screen, you know, like 20 yards or so. Um, he's just quick and they got a lot of weapons over there and things are starting to come together for Kingsbury. Um, I'm definitely picking Arizona. I, I, I like this is uh this is one of my locks. Okay. Let's move. On. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Here's another lock. 
Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Um, Atlanta just sucks. They're just they're just not good. Like the, there's not. I I don't know what they have going for them at this point. Uh, I do think at some point, uh, they're going to get Kyle Pitts going, and obviously Calvin Ridley's great. But Ridley had three catches on the first drive, a catch on the second drive, and then I I think he only had one more catch the whole rest of the game, and it wasn't it was pretty insignificant. So they couldn't get in the end zone against Philly, who may be a good defense, but they're certainly not elite. That's that's very very troublesome, and, and their offensive line's bad, and you don't want to have to face Tampa Bay when you're in that position early in the season, it's a divisional game. Tampa Bay is going to kick the shit out of them. If I may quote Clubber Lang when he was asked what his prediction for the fight was, and he said, pain. Pain. (laughs) That is what is about to happen to Atlanta. This is the perfect team for Tampa to play this week because they're going to roll them over and throw away the Vaseline. It's going to be ugly. Um, yeah, this is, um, this is going to start uh, a pretty good I, – I, th- I think this is the momentum that Tampa Bay needs to be right. able to go in uh, to, to L.A. next week because right. th- that's going to that's gonna be a, a fun game to watch. Right, because they they they're gonna want to click 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 all the way, you know, all the clicks. Yeah, because cause they were they weren't perfect against Dallas for sure. No, they were they were they were uh, a lot less than perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dallas is not supposed to be a world beater on defense. Yeah, and 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 they're about to get worse. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for for Dallas with with Lawrence going yeah, that, down. That's actually the next game on the list. So here, let's go to them. So we're we're both picking Tampa, obviously. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Dallas at Chargers. So good call on the Chargers game. I thought Washington's defense was going to be a little more problematic for the Chargers, but the Chargers offensive line just looked really, really good. Um, you know, they they got out quick. You know, they they scored a, a touchdown on their first drive. Um, the uh, the skins really had nothing going offensively until the end of the first half. The the, the Chargers defense was pretty tight. Um, they Derwin James is just that dude's all over the field, man. It's it's unbelievable. He's like the Energizer Bunny. Um, and uh, yeah, just the, the Chargers offense is is solid. Uh, they had to put Balaga on IR though, which sucks for them. Short term IR, so he's only going to be out three games. But he missed the majority of the of the first game against Washington, and it didn't really seem to to hurt them too much. Uh, I was really impressed with, with what um, the chargers did. Did you see that touchback call at the end of the first half on the chargers? No, this, I, I, I don't know. It just didn't look like, so what happened was uh, they were at like the, they were inside the red zone. They were inside the 15. I think they were at like the 11 yard line and Herbert got hit. To me, it looked clear that he had thrown the ball, and it almost looked like the hit came like simultaneously with the throw, like maybe even slightly after the release. And it was an incomplete pass, but the ball rolled out of the back of the end zone. They called it a fumble, and they gave Washington the ball. They gave they they gave 
called it a touchback. Mm. Uh, that I, I, that was mind-boggling to me. Even with that, they were still able to win that game. They should have had another touchdown on the board because they were they were rolling offensively there. Uh, very 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 impressed uh, with the Chargers and what I saw from them. And uh, man, he's Sandy. Sandy, you. The Chargers are going to give. Chargers are going to give Herbert all day against Dallas with their pass rush being just basically gone at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Demarcus Lawrence with the he actually has the the same bone uh, in his foot that I broke. Oh, and um, it, it's it's one of those things that it feels. Like they tell you it's weird. They actually put screws and a plate in my foot. It feels weird. Like when you first go to like when you're walking and running and they told, they gave me like, I was six weeks. That's, that's when I got like my cast off was mm-hmm. six. So I don't know, you know, cause I saw that he might play in six weeks. Could be back in six to eight weeks. I got my cast off in six weeks and we were going to new Orleans, uh, for Thanksgiving. And, uh, I, you know, we, we walked up and down, like you walk everywhere in new Orleans, we walked up and down bourbon street. My foot was bumping. Mm. And that's, uh, with being on Bur- on bourbon street. <laughs> so, <laughs> There, there's um, some inside I'm, I'm knowledge that only the lockdown sports podcast can provide. Yeah. Personal experience that, but they're going to, they're going to be out without Gregory too. Like he's not going to play and he's in the COVID protocols. He's not, and he has COVID. Right. So it, it, this is just not good. This is going to be a shootout. I don't know what the over is on this, but take, let's see. I will tell you what the over but, is. On this but, but uh, Dallas and Dallas is without Gallup. They're without Gallup. They're without. But they um, do get Zach. They get Zach Martin back. Yeah, but they lose Collins because he's been suspended. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's it's addition subtraction addition subtraction. Uh, let's see. The over is fifty four and a half. That's I, I'm taking the over on that man. This is each team is going to put up thirty plus points. I mean, yeah, if, because even if even if even if uh, uh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. There even you go. If they, even if they get uh, get up big, Dallas has shown in the past that they will make big plays and get themselves, you know, back in the game to at least a respectable score. So 54, was it 54 and a half? 54 and a half, yeah. 54 and a half, yeah. I could see both teams getting in the 30s in this game. Tampa Bay's got a better defense than than the Chargers, and uh, Dallas was able to put up 29 points on them. Uh, and Washington's got a better defense than um, Washington's got a better defense than the Cowboys do, and uh, th- they were able to put up some points on them too. So I definitely definitely like the over on this one. And uh, are you uh, who are you taking? Oh, I got I got the Chargers. Got the charges. I do think this will be a good game, though. It's just going to be a lot of points scored. I wouldn't be shocked if Dallas won, but I'm 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 picking picking yeah. the, the charges. Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think Dallas. Uh, you know, it, Dallas got a 50-50 shot. I just feel like it's going to be 
Well, everybody has a 50 50 shot. Yeah, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee. But I, I feel like I feel like the Chargers don't win. Agreed. Tennessee at Seattle. Uh, Greg Cosell is my favorite analyst. My absolute favorite analyst, not just because he's related to the, the great Howard Cosell. He just, I feel like he has a good understanding of the game. I like the way he explains things. I listen to what he says because most of the time he's right. He said, and I quote, Julio Jones didn't win last week. He didn't win any of his matchups. He wasn't getting an open. He wasn't, he just wasn't creating any separation. He wasn't winning on his routes. He didn't have a catch until a minute and 30 seconds left in the first half, and they were down. So it's not looking great. The other problem is here. Don't forget, Tennessee's got a new a new offensive coordinator. Arthur Smith was very talented. I don't understand one thing. So Tennessee has been among the league leaders in play action. I think Tannehill's been one of the better quarterbacks in the league off of play action. They ran play action five times last week. It's like they it's like this new offensive coordinator doesn't believe in it. Or or I mean they were down early. They so they were isn't really going to work. They were if well, you know you're not going to run. Well, hold on though. That has never stopped Tennessee before because Derrick Henry's always a threat to run the ball and they know he's a focal point of that offense. So unless it's you know fourth quarter I think they've always really stuck to that play action. Like they've used it yeah. in, in all kinds of game situations. And even, even when the run's not working and it wasn't working, they've mm-hmm. stuck with it. And that's really been the difference with Tennessee. Tennessee's always worn you right. down uh, throughout a, a the guy game. Like a, a, you know, a guy like Derrick Henry, you keep feeding him. But I think they got to the point where they couldn't feed him. And, and uh, they just knew that. You know, it was, you know, these, these were going to be, these were going to be pass plays. It was, it was, um, it was 24 13 at one point in the third quarter. So it was still relatively Uh, close. Um, and, and they gave, they gave Derrick Henry 17 carries. So it's not like he didn't carry the ball at all, but it was just, to me, it seemed like an odd choice not to run play action and, and Tannehill suffered and, uh, 21 to 35 for 212 and, and a pick. In a touchdown as well, but uh, yeah, just uh, I, I don't know. I'm not ready to write Tennessee off as not being a good football team because I think there's still too much talent on, on that team, right? But it didn't look good. Um, Seattle, on the other hand, this is a team that there was just bad vibes at the beginning of the offseason, you know, with the whole rust thing, and then it sort of kind of went away, and then they just addressed some of the deficiencies that they have, and then they came out week one and just looked like exactly what you would expect them to look like. It was, it was a pretty impressive win. Um, I don't think Indianapolis is a fantastic team, but they're definitely not a team that, that is low on talent. Um, they, they've got some playmakers and, and defensively they're, I think they're pretty good and Seattle just, you know, they did their thing you know, that had that long play to lock it. And uh, they were, uh, they were pretty impressive. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling very good. I mean, God t- talk about efficiency for Russ. 18 of 23, 254, and four touchdowns. Carson had 16 carries for 91 yards. It's just, that's what you expect out of them. Right. And 
I just, I, I, I don't, I'm not. Seattle's always that team. As long as they're going to have Russ, they're going to have a shot. Yeah, they're going to be in it. You know, they're going to have a shot. But I just feel like they got, they have games like this where Russ is amazing. But the the games where he stumbles a little bit, they still won last year because they were playing bad teams and injury led teams. I don't know if this continues uh, for Seattle. Seattle's luck. I actually had them last in the NFC West, but um, I, they may be. <laughs> it doesn't mean you know what I mean. Like they might yeah. be, but uh, I have them winning today, though. I mean uh, this weekend, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm picking Seattle, but I do expect Tennessee to bounce back and play better. I just don't think it's going to be enough yeah. to to overcome Seattle at home. Uh, all right, two games left here. Last Sunday game, Kansas City at Baltimore. I, I'm picking Kansas City. I mean, I don't like what I saw from Baltimore's offensive line last week. I I still think they're better team defensively than they played. They do have a ton of injuries. Um, they're going to get Jimmy Smith back, I think, this week. Um, he's not the Jimmy Smith that he used to be, but at this point, they just need bodies in the secondary. Um, Baltimore was still able to run the ball pretty well. Um, I think they're going to be able to run on Kansas city. Uh, I think Lamar is probably going to break off a couple of big runs and, you know, the the Baltimore will put up some points, but at the end of the day, Kansas city uh, owns them and they're still uh, until proven. Otherwise one of the best teams in the league and probably the best team in the AFC, uh, Kansas city is going to win. Yeah. Kansas city wins this game. Um, Kansas City has Baltimore's number even when uh, they are healthy. They do. Uh, they they actually have a you know pretty good answer to Lamar. Uh, he's actually one of the the quarterbacks that this defense plays plays well against, <laughs> plays really well against. Um. So I, I mean, I got Kansas City. I don't even think this is going to be that close. Yeah, I think it'll be entertaining, but I, you're right. I don't think it's going to be that that close. I think you're going to see a lot of laughing and giggling from Mahomes and uh, and Hill on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah, and I, I don't think there's that much to break down here. Um, all, same with the last game here, uh, Detroit at Green Bay. At Green Bay is going to bounce back and just de- destroy Detroit. Right. As much as I would like to think. Because D- Detroit always does play, seem to play Green Bay pretty well. Um, yeah. I, I Detroit's going to go o two. They just are. Um, I think they're going to blitz the shit out of Jared Goff. That's kind of been the mo to to beat him. And I don't think Green Bay's defense is very good, but I do think they will be able to get after him. It does hurt though that they had to place Darius Smith on injured reserve. Um, that's that's not going to help them because their right. their pass rush looked bad last week. Now you're shelving your best pass rusher. But I think this is one of those games uh, that Aaron Rodgers comes out last week after the game with the blase blah attitude, like whatever. And everybody's making all these speculations. He's quitting on the team. And this is going to be one of those games. I think that Aaron Rodgers comes out and has one of those like 400 yard passing. Yeah. Four touchdowns. Super efficient. Like twenty-seven of twenty-nine, mm-hmm. and right, like four touchdowns, all you know, perfect, picturesque uh, plays downfield, uh, throws downfield, uh, and then he comes to San Francisco, where you know, hopefully, he continues his trend against San Francisco with playing like shit. So yeah, 
All right, I'm going to do a quick wrap up here because I'm about but to. But I be- have green. I'm about to be beckoned. Me too. All right, so we got all the same picks this week. All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Mike, Eric, stay classy this weekend and have faith in the Red Rock. Peace. <laughs>